Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. It's BudPod 156. One five six. Don't get sick. That's my week yeah. <laughs> motto. Don't get sick because I got to fly to Melbourne, Australia, on Saturday to do the Melbourne Comedy Festival. Still some tickets remaining for my uh, run. So if you're in the area, do come along. Yeah. Uh, but I have to not get old cocoa. <laughs> I don't want to mug old cocoa. Old cocoa vavavoom. <laughs> I can't catch old cocoa Chanel before I take off. Um, so now I'm being, uh, I, I'm, I'm treating life now, Pierre, with a kind of trepidation and and nervousness. As I feel like I'm back in 2020. Yeah, your your life now is the biohazard version of a man in an uh, all white suit eating spaghetti bolognese. Biohazard. Oh yes, 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 yes. Level of caution. That you've got Absolutely. to... Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm, whoa, whoa, like people twirling their spaghetti near you. Whoa. I'm honestly moving around like train carriages trying to find the, the where the air's moving the most. <laughs> it feels like a grown-up version of... Um, you know when you're, when you're a kid and you, you try not to step on the cracks? Yes. Between the tiles? Step on a crack, break your mother's back. Yeah. I feel like that was actually preparing me for the pandemic and trying to avoid. So I'm just like... Catch COVID too soon, can't go to Melbourne. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I'm just, I'm dodging, I'm dodging this shit like Neo. Just every time I come close to someone, there's a group of school kids on the platform on the way here. Yeah. That was me talking to them. (laughs) That was you keeping them away from you. Yeah. But as I move down the platform, get away from their their gobby mouths. Um, Screaming and coughing. Yeah, I stood in the the train and a a girl sat opposite me, just literally went... And I got up and I just walked down yes. the carriage and walked away. I love it. And of course, at the entrance to my building, there's a big bat you have to kiss to get in. Yeah. And you managed to... I bribed him. You, bri- I you said bribed I had him. To, yeah, normally I just give, the, I give him the kiss because it's not worth the yeah. 60 pounds. It's 60 or, pounds. Or a half hour argument. Yeah. So you just... You know, I just gave him 60 pounds and he went... <laughs> he went to the same school as those kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> And I was like, "All right, Batty, all right," and then I went, got in. Yeah, um, yeah, man, it's 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 such a fucking bore. The pandemic is over until you need to fly somewhere. It turns yeah, out. until you need to go somewhere where it's not over yet. It's yeah. like um, daylight savings or something. What do you mean? Like just time differences and stuff. Oh you just yeah. Go, oh, oh, it's oh, it's not summer where I've come from, but it's still summer here. This what I'm. Yeah, yeah. And what I'm worried about now is that all these sort of um, measures and forms and stuff, I'm starting to get so ingrained that it's going to become like is, COVID will have the same legacy as 9/11. Yeah. Of all the, you know, 9/11 gave the birth checks. to 
give birth to security theater, as it's called, and COVID's given birth to hygiene theater. And uh, I, I see. You know yeah. what I mean? And so, like, for how many more years are we still going to have to fill in COVID forms even part, even after it's not a significant threat anymore? When just it's because endemic. we're used to it. <clears throat> just because yeah. institutions need to look like they're doing something about it or they're behaving responsibly. Like, what is the COVID equivalent of taking our shoes off before we go into the, yeah. the scanner? <laughs> it's... um. He gets a lot of stick, but it's one of the funniest Seinfeld lines. It's such a 90s way of being funny. Yeah. Where he talks about, and the airline security staff, or like the security of the airport, and the, the phrase is, how about this group of highly motivated individuals? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's good. It doesn't even need to be a joke there. You could just immediately go, oh, highly motivated individuals is such a funny <laughs> way of describing a knackered, knackered looking old guy. Yeah, he's got a bunch of trays. Yeah, I think Patrice O'Neill had a similar bit about the TSA, which <coughs> what they call it the TSA. Yeah, I the, don't know what that stands for in America. This, uh, the something safety transport safety authority, security authority, or something. Security yeah, authority. Yeah, yeah. Got, they're security guards basically. Yeah, and he's like this. This is who we got to fight the Mujahideen. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, have you seen videos of the Mujahideen? <laughs> like jumping off a cliff with an AK, and you know. <laughs> yeah, it's funny stuff. Um, maybe we will have that for just fucking ages. Yeah, I mean, the legacy. Uh, yeah, the legacy of of these few years will be, you can no longer buy Russian caviar. Yes. And you have to fill in a form every time you want to fucking go anywhere. Yeah. And we'll have to explain to, like, kids. Oh, yeah, it wasn't always the way. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be like how how people, old people now talk about smoking indoors, I feel like. Being yeah. able to fly anywhere you want. And other, cough on whoever you want. Cough the whole way. Yeah. You could have a hacking cough and get on an international flight. <laughs> and no one would, people would be like, oh. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to sleep. Come on, man. Shut yeah, up. exactly. Yeah, isn't that funny? Yeah. God. I yeah. Well, I mean, I think you'll make it to Melbourne. Thank you. You're cautious, uh, cautious, Catherine. I'm cautious, and I've also, I'm still a cocoa virgin. I've never ever that, got it. See, that is the craziest thing. Everyone's got it now. Have you seen the graph? That peak cases now is the same as the peak of the peak Ooh la la. just because yeah. this is why i'm so nervous every third person you and i know seems to have it and it will have it again mm-hmm. gambletron has it yeah or had it ed gamble has it nish kumar nish has it uh glenmore our friend glenn glenmore. got it um yeah but yeah so i i don't know whether <clears throat> me me never having got it is both cause for Comfort and concern. Comfort in that maybe I just can't get it. But concern in that I'm like, I'm the American continent in yeah. the 1400s. You yeah, know? yeah, like yeah. I'm virgin, pure <laughs> land. You're the, uh, you're the homeschooled hippie kid with no jabs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> First day of uni. I'm just a COVID buffet here. They're completely... <laughs> Every, everything's up for first dibs. You're you're the COVID equivalent of when in the ice cream shop they open a new tub. <laughs> Not yeah. one scoop has been taken out of that. Yeah. It's that smooth surface. I'm fresh, ready for, you're ready for scooping. I'm ready for scooping. <laughs> I'm white, dusty, powdery, fresh snow for COVID to come and do its a- angels in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I'm nervous, but 
That t- I t- I tell you about the the um the, the nurse. Um, the I, nurse I, at, at the hospital. No. Um, there's a there's a Filipino nurse, and I knew his Filipino because I um. I knew from his accent, he's Filipino, and I said, "Oh, he's from the Philippines." And he's like, "Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah." And then I think from that, he he assumed I was also Filipino. Yeah. And and I talked about COVID. And I said I never got it, and then he said he never got it. And then he looked around to his left and to his right, if anyone was like listening and watching, and he just went, "I don't think we can get it." <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah. Don't think we can get it. <laughs> and I was like, maybe. Although loads of people in Southeast Asia have. Yeah. Uh, but there, there's also something you in- accidentally got into the Filipino Freemasons there. <laughs> I don't think we can get it. The Filipino, the Filipinos. Is there is there a, a woke way of saying the plural now? Like how you get people saying Latinx. Oh yeah, if the Philippinings. The the Philippinks. The Philippine Knox. There's always an X. There's always an X involved. Yeah, yeah. The the yeah. Anyway, the new yeah the the new the new language innovators seem to love an X. They love an X, and they love saying it's the new way of doing things, and then it's only ever done in a series of obscure academic journals. Yes, and on Twitter. Um, I mean, the, La- the Latinx thing is particularly interesting because <clears throat> something like 0% of actual Latin American people use it. And it, and what, what really indicates how much of an online thing it is is that no one has actually thought of or can agree on how to pronounce it because it's only ever read. <laughs> it's only ever to be written down and typed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a special priestly word. <laughs> um, anyway, them Philippines, right? Yeah. The Philippines. That would be fine. It's the name of the place, right? The, the Philippines. Yeah. But if I use it for the people... Yeah, but then that, that that becomes a bit confusing and ambiguous. Nothing wrong with confusing everyone. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. Anyway, the Filipinos. Yeah, they'd be the best Freemasons. Why? They're everywhere. That's true. And they're unseen. They're all doing all the hard jobs like cleaning and 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 nursing and taking mm-hmm. care of people in old folks' homes. Shipping. They make up most of shipping crews. So shipping, shipping crews. They're in yeah. charge of the ships. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They make, Filipinos make the world run. Filipinos. Who run the world? Filipinos. Yeah. Really that was did. the original song. <laughs> they and did they, scan. They went Filipino. That's a lot of syllables. <laughs> Did we just say girls? <laughs> they went, all right. I guess girl, girls is a term that includes half of Filipinos. Um, yeah, if they just got together and created a secret club. The, the main, I've, I, maybe I've said this fact before, but the, the, the number one source of income for the Philippines <clears throat> is money sent home. Yeah, well, there you go. Mm. Well, there you go. So that guy, well, maybe, yeah, you were accidentally, you got a peek behind the curtain. Yes. Into, yes, into the powers of the Filipino Freemasons. Yeah, because you were mistaken for one of the brethren. Well, the Freemasons, as I'd say it. The, pre- <laughs> <laughs> the, the Filipino accent, I, I love it. It's so unique. It's like, it's, there's nothing else like it because it's, it's, it's like, it's a Spanish Southeast Asian. Which no other yeah. country in no other country in Southeast Asia has a Spanish influence. The closest you have is maybe Vietnam, Cambodia with French. But even then, that would be like guys in their seventies. Yeah, because since then it's all and they, they don't speak brief, French. No, well, and since then it's all like briefly American and then just Vietnamese slash Chinese influence. Yeah, 
Whereas so Filipino, for the Philippines, is quite Spanish. Yeah, it's so they have this kind of. It's almost Mexican. The the accent. It's almost that kind of South American accent, but then with uh, Southeast Asian elements as well. It's so interesting. I mean, there's so many accent combos now that are like something out of fan fiction, like all the Polish people who moved to Liverpool. Uh, oh right! Now there's an accent. Yeah, Polish scouser. <laughs> That's a hell of an accent. Yeah, of course. There's our classic uh, London Italian. Oh That's, my god! Uh, oh my god! The best accent, absolutely. It's amazing. <laughs> An amazing accent. If you're gonna come in here comparing my accent, the way I'm talking to you, to some sort of Filipino, <laughs> you're taking my piss, innit? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I saw. Um, I've encountered maybe once or twice in my life a gla- a Scottish, uh, a Chinese Glaswegian. Yeah, that is mad. That's good stuff. A Chinese guy with just a a, a hard Scottish accent. A Chinese Radical. guy, yeah, who sounds like if you if you if you if you heard him before he came around the corner, yeah, you brace yourself, yeah, for a docker, <laughs> a furious docker from uh, the Billy- front row of a Billy Connolly gig. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Rabsy Nesbit's coming. There's something so nice about things like that because it really just does show how you know we are all. I mean this. I'm going to sound trite here, but we are literally the same yeah. people. We just look a bit different. Yeah. Uh, but like, if you put someone of a complete, complete different genetic makeup in one place, they all just sound it's exactly just the same. The same yeah. It's just the same. There's a, there's a speech by... Um, it's a South African politician. He's a white guy, but he, his first language was Koza. Mm. And he, did, he won an election for a mayoralty, and he just gave his speech in it. And... and, and that looks more normal to me than a lot of stuff, but even I can see that it. He's like speaking in fluent Corsa. Yeah. Just rattling off his victory speech, yeah, having yeah, been yeah. elected by other people of probably not his race who speak that language. Yeah. Yeah. But like, uh, there's a there was these guy. There's two guys on the South African rugby team whose first language I think is Zulu. White guys, like oh, blo- like guys who look like their name should be Hans. How do you and Bruce Willis should be killing them? How do you get a white South African whose first language is Zulu? <clears throat> grew up on a farm. Oh. Or you grew up in a Zulu village. Uh huh. Uh-huh, just generally, uh-huh. like you're just more exposed to Zulu than to English if you're running around outside in the fucking bush with all the other kids. Yeah. <laughs> um, it happens. Obviously, it used to be rare. What with the sort of fascist segregation, um, but it still happened even then. Mm. Um, my grandmother's first language was Zulu. But that was because of like uh, that was who was taking care of her was a sort of Zulu maid probably. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it is like uh, visually shocking to people. No, sure, sure. I mean, there are whole genres on on YouTube of white guy stuns, <laughs> freaks out, freaks out. <laughs> Maybe I've mentioned it before, but like all there's one guy who does a lot of them, and his his own caption to his video are. So self-deprecating. It's quite sad. They're like, Chinese people stunned by idiot white fucking moron boy <laughs> speaking fluent Chinese. Like, you're saying that about yourself. <laughs> I, I saw one which was a white, guy, a white American guy who'd learned a bit of Igbo. Oh, like, yeah. A Nigerian language. Right. And just, and just chatted to some, some Nigerian, like, Nigerian Americans, though. Mm. Um, mm. And they were just like, 
it was it was one of the few videos that was quite good. But then like once once they you got over the initial funny shot of them like turning around in the shop, being like, "What?" <laughs> then they were just kind of just pleased, and it was just quite nice. Yeah. But obviously, every video has to be entitled as if. Your dick will fly off, rotate, and stick back on upside down after you see this guy saying the alphabet yeah. in Mandarin. But also, like, when it's Mandarin, you know, you go, well, I mean, it's one of the major languages of the world. It's not entirely inconceivable that someone who studied, oh, a few white people study at uni. The Igbo one is probably a little more surprising, I guess. That's more impressive. Although with the Chinese thing, it is like, it's one of the major languages of the world that's just mostly in one place. That's true. That's the difference. Yeah. Did you know that over 70% of Britons aren't eating enough hair? When surveyed, over 80% of Britons replied with neither enough hair or not quite enough hair, but with a third option, I didn't even know I was supposed to be eating hair. It's a national crisis. Sign up now to Hair Today gone tomorrow and your hair eating problems will be hair no more and gone tomorrow they'll be gone tomorrow because you're gonna get a weekly hair box filled with enough delicious nutritious hair to satisfy a family of four or a family of five if you're small straight hair curly hair blonde brown brunette even blue for those of you who like berry flavor there's every type of hair available, and for the eco-minded among you, hair that was too wonky, stinky, or strange to be enjoyed by the average family. All our hair is fully recyclable, in the sense that by eating it and gaining nourishment, you will have the nutrients sufficient to grow your own hair at home. That's right, it's the ultimate money-saving trick. But for those of you who don't want to go around completely bald and full of your own hair, Sign up to Hair Today and Gone Tomorrow for all your hair-eating needs. Stir it into a pie. Drink a pint of water filled with hair. Eat it dry, cowboy style. It's up to you. Sign up today. You'd be hairy welcome to eat our hair. I can't... Can we together imagine a scenario where we'd be surprised someone spoke some English? Uh, Meet someone from Argentina, not a surprise. Yeah, it would have Meet to be someone, like, uh, like a, a, a remote tribe somewhere. We're back in Papua New Guinea. <laughs> yeah, as we always end as up. As we always end All up. All roads from, lead to Papua New Guinea. If you want to talk remote tribes and interesting phenomena and anthropological investigations, yeah. by God, you better get your visa for Papua New Guinea. Can you imagine what was the anthropological society, uh, uh, the anthrop- anthropological community going to do when Papua New Guinea becomes, you know, modernized? They're going to be when they get devastated. a crisp- when they get a Krispy Kreme. <laughs> yeah. No, 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 no. <laughs> There's going to be another ten years of of papers about the impact of that. Right. Uh, yeah, yeah. Then yeah. they're fucked. <laughs> then they may as well just start doing anthropology on themselves, which yeah. is already a thing, of course, but. Yeah, they'll finally run out of there was a, semi-useful Stone Age behavior analogies. There was that tribe that killed that Chinese-American Christian missionary. Do you remember? Oh, fuck, yeah. Now, if they'd gone, fuck off, I'd be, that, <laughs> that would have been surprising. I'd have been like, whoa. Get out of here, Jesus boy. Like, not only English, but they kind of know what he's selling already. <laughs> yeah. What? Got a religious DVD wash up here with a battery and a television and a DVD player? <laughs> Yeah. 
those guys. Then I'd be surprised. Yeah, those guys who shoot bows and arrows at that biplane. That Cessna. When was that? There's that footage of them flying over this like island where they weren't sure if there was anyone alive after the tsunami. Oh. And it always had this tribe on. Oh wow. And a guy threw a spear at the plane. Wow. Fuck off. Yeah. If you'd, if you'd faintly heard him going like piss off, you'd be like, oh wow, what? Who got? Who went and taught? Like someone standing up angrily out of their chair in the anthropology department watching the video. Who taught them that? <laughs> you fucked it. They're supposed to be pure and separate so we could learn. Uh, Get in here. Uh, Johnson. <laughs> yeah. Yes, sir. You teach some English. <laughs> mm, I didn't mean to. <laughs> now time to... Commu- uh, Johnson like cut to earlier where... He's rootling through his bag for his uh, his basic English to uncontacted tribe dialect, A to Z, sort of phrase book. Mm. Oh no, I brought my uncontacted tribe to English phrase book. <laughs> oh. He drops it and they pick it up and run away. And like, fuck. <laughs> They've learned it now. Um. But yeah, it would have to be them or, or some of the Amazonian ones that they always go on about being uncontacted. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder when we'll get to the point where literally no one in the world has not been in contact with the rest of the world. Yeah, where there really is nowhere to hide. Yeah. Did you have that as a kid where you realized that like you, you, you literally just can't really be an explorer? Um, yeah, I remember very clearly that bit in The Truman Show. Do you remember? There's a bit when Truman show where yeah. they showed Truman as a kid, and he's in school, and the teacher's asking what everyone wants to be when they grow up, and he gets up and he goes, "I want to be an explorer," and the teacher goes, uh, "Because of course I've got to keep him in yeah. the town for the TV show." She says, "Only pedophiles are explorers," <laughs> <laughs> and she's right. <laughs> and, and she goes, um, uh, "No, every, everything's been discovered, sweetheart. I'm sorry," and he says back down, all sad. Yeah. I've kind of internalized that. I kind of think yeah, everything has kind of been <laughs> yeah. Yeah. discovered. The, the only way that you get explorers on TV now is that they, they argue that we haven't discovered the specifics. Yeah. I knew the mangoes were slightly redder in rind and the seeds developed slightly differently in this patch of jungle. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. go, okay, that's a discovery. Yeah. I guess you explored that. All, all, that's one flavor. The other flavor is... But we haven't discovered how this particular white lady interacts with Japan. Yes. Oh, oh in terms of television, absolutely. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. In terms of media exploring. Yeah. yeah. Academic exploring is just getting more and more specific. <laughs> but how long are the hairs? Yeah, right. You know. And TV exploring is more about like, but who's driven a Jeep to, in Somalia? <laughs> but, but also, the last time we sent someone to Somalia or Japan to drive around was 20 years ago. And now they have iPhones. So they're different now. Uh-huh, so we need uh-huh. a new different lady. Yes. Or a comedian and his mum. Or dad. I, yes, ideally, ideally mum, the mum's cell. Mum's cell. Oh, I guess Jack Whitehall and his but dad. But Jack Whitehall and his dad, he's the exception. Because his dad is like um, the past. <laughs> it's comforting. Yes. As as Jeremy Clarkson has become more and more nuanced and thoughtful in his old age, so steppeth forward the champion, the new champion of that vibe, Jack Whitehall's dad. Yeah. Who himself was some kind of producer? Was he an agent? Yeah, something It's a showbiz family. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. 
Yeah, but his job is to wear a Panama hat and say, they're very uncivilized toilets. I mean, or whatever. he genuinely dresses like he should be riding, being ridden on an elephant to between villages. He dresses like the, oh, it's too hot today yeah, yeah, yeah. guy from The Simpsons. Oh, crap. Yeah, he's like a sort of sinister, thin British version of of that. Basically, he look, yeah, he should. Be, he looks like he should be at all times on a sedan chair. He looks like the guy who's um, cynical in a John le Carre novel, <laughs> or sort of like a British spy movie. Yes, not an American spy movie where the cynical guy has got like a leather jacket and he's like, "You think the Constitution's going to save you?" Or whatever, yeah. and he gets karateed through a window. He's the British version, which is. Oh, how charming. Yeah. He You've looks, got beliefs. He looks like the contact in Cuba. Yeah. <laughs> he looks like um, how if, I, if you were an alien or, or someone who didn't know that Pretty Patel is a female British Asian name, mm. like, and you didn't know that... And what a female. <laughs> if you knew nothing about her and I said, there's a British conservative government minister and they think these things and have said these things, <laughs> yeah. you'd imagine Jack Whitehall's dad. <laughs> <laughs> if I showed you a picture of her, you'd go, wow, what? <laughs> and then if I showed you a second picture of her with the evil smirk, you'd go, oh, okay. Oh, I get it. I get it. Right, right, right. <laughs> Pretty Patel's evil smirk. I love it. Um how much time do we have left? I don't know whether to... Another seven minutes. Okay, great. Well, speaking of connectivity, I've got a new phone, and I'm absolutely thrilled, Pierre. Yes, that's true. We I've, did mean to discuss I've this. Got, I've got such a new phone. <laughs> I haven't had a new phone for years, it turns out, because I'm good at looking after things, really. I've never lost a phone. Um, I think I've cracked it a little bit, but because I, got, I had got the insurance thing, I was fine. I I've been so careful with it. I went in. I just got an iPhone 13 Pro because I'm a professional, and um, I You're went a professional in, phone caller. But that was an upgrade from an iPhone 10, which mm. I started realizing no one had anymore. And really? I went into the shop, the Apple shop, and um, Ayan, who who sorted me out. Shout out to Ayan, <laughs> Apple shop store, Regent Street. She was brilliant. Um, she was like. What? An iPhone 10? She couldn't believe it. She, yeah. It was so old. And she couldn't believe how in, that it was in such good condition. She's like, you really looked after this. She, like, she could not believe it. Um, I think I have an iPhone 10. Do you? I think so. Well, join the 21st century, Pierre. God damn. I've got 5G now. Mm. 5G. Five guys. And yet you worry about getting COVID. <laughs> and you put the very thing that will give you right COVID. Right in your pocket. Right? You idiot! Your hips loaded with magical COVID you now. You live right in the house. <laughs> uh, but How ironic. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, because it, the whole the transfer took so long because I was so nervous about not get, not transferring all the stuff onto the new phone. Yeah. That um, I sort of sat with me for like maybe a le- maybe an hour, maybe an hour and a half, just sat in the Apple store, just waiting for everything to load. And it's a just, sick job. Yeah, she she was thrilled, to be honest. Her job is to go, what, you've got that phone? And then to wait while the new phone loads. <laughs> yeah, and we talked about everything. We talked about, um, she asked me what I did, and I was like, I'm a comedian. She's like, really? She's young, she's Gen Z. She doesn't watch com- that much comedy, though, I don't think. Well, you got to get um, hire a different Gen Z to, to sort of lip sync your clips on TikTok. Yes, that's true. Then they'll know who you are. Uh, uh, yeah, call out for anyone who's willing, any podcasts who are willing to do that. I'll, you got to be Gen Z. 
Gotta be Gen Z, and you must not require me to join TikTok myself, which I'm not ever, ever going to do. But no. if you do it, that I'd be You've got to do this, and you've got to call your account some bullshit, like unofficial Wang Stan account. Yes, 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 yes. Oh, oh no context, no context Wang or something like that. Yes. Um, and uh, we spoke about everything. When I said I'm a comedian, so, are you famous? And... <laughs> And what an absolute hospital pass of a question. <laughs> and I said, well, you don't know who I am, so I guess so, not. So um, no. But she, what's your name? And she looked me up and she, she was amazed I had a Wikipedia page. She said, oh my God, you, you're so humble. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and she was thrilled I had a Wikipedia page. And that you were so humble. And I was, and I was so humble. <laughs> I always, um, that's how I always sing at a Skyfall. Oh, yeah. The Skyfall when it crumble. When a sky falls, when a crumble. <laughs> Sounds like Vic Reeves to me. <laughs> when a crumble. Uh, um, so you were very humble. I was very humble getting my new iPhone. <clears throat> yeah. Um. And I, I'm 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 just thrilled. It's fast, and um, I finally got a phone with like the. I finally got one of the phones that has too many cameras on the back. I've seen them on the tube. The number of cameras that that like. They're like spider's eyes. Yeah, and, and and they have been linked to like, is it trypophobia? Our yeah, fr- they our friend, do. Our friend Jason has it. Jason has trypophobia. I get it sometimes. Oh, really? There's a couple of really, like, the stuff that would absolutely trigger the fuck out of trypophobia and anyone else, I can get a little taste of it. So it's like lots of little holes bunched together. Yeah. So like there'd I'd be a honeycomb. Will that yeah, get you? I or find like a lotus root. Um, oh, the lotus root! I do find absolutely disgusting. Yeah, that's rough. Really horrible. It's because the holes are so organic and they're not symmetrical. Yes. So I can look at a mesh grill. Yeah. And, and then it's like, well, it's uniform. Yeah. It's so clearly a machine thing. Mm-hmm. Lotus root. Oh. Yeah, I get that. I, I totally get it. And like little, little holes in someone's skin or something. It's like, like disease. It just makes my brain go disease, run away. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, the totally three cameras that. are a bit bug-like. They're very bug-like, mm. um, and they have triggered trypophobia. I mean, I'm going to show it to you now. What do you think? Do you feel trypophobic? They're, they're symmetrical, aren't they? Not, are they? Yeah, I guess so. I guess they are. And also, they're machine-made. It's still a bit, like... Mm. It's still it's unpleasant. It's still a bit spider-eye. It's, it's, yeah, there's something faintly organic and inorganic at the same time about it. There's a bit of uncanny valley there. Do you reckon that's part of it is we're programmed to not like creatures with lots of little eyes because they tend not to be good news? Yeah, there's almost no, like, there's not like a dick beginning spider. <laughs> <laughs> it's only one great side effect if it bites you. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, probably. I mean, are there any good creatures with loads of tiny eyes that can sort of leap at you? Probably not for the human progress. No, probably not. I don't have. Tri- I don't think I have trypophobia. I mean, it's not my favorite thing in the world, but I think I have something s- maybe similar and almost opposite. Yeah. Which is instead of lots of little holes, lots of little blobs. So, like you know, when there's lots, like, like a little clump of frogs spawn. Oh yeah. When they're all like, all like on yeah. top of each other. Yeah. I don't like that. What about tapioca? What about bubble tea? Okay, this theory is really falling apart because I love all those things. You love tapioca. I was going to say, I know for a fact how much you love tapioca and bubble tea. Maybe it's just frog spawn then. Yeah, frogs, mate. You're a frogist. I'm a frogist. <laughs> You're, yeah, I'm, a, I'm, I'm an amphibianist. Um, caviar, like roe, you know, love like... It, love it, delicious. I take everything back. It's just frogs. You've just reminded me of a dream I had last night. Yeah? 
I keep having these very frustrating dreams where I have to do something and I can't do it. And last night's was I had to extract roe from a fish. Really? Yeah, I to, and I had I knew it's I like had a dream from the seventh century. And I I'd got to I'd got to this fish and the roe sack had come out. Yeah. And for some reason I thought I won't deal with this. I'll stuff it into the head and stitch that up and take the fish away. And then I came and then someone was like, I need where's the roe? And you were and like, like Fuck. Oh, the row, yeah, it's not there. I, I, I stitched it back in the head. Where's the head? And I couldn't find the head. And I keep, I keep, I think ever since, maybe since the pandemic started, I've started having these dreams, which are just blocks. They're for surreal yeah, frustrations. Yeah. Are they all fishmonger based? No, they're all sorts of. <laughs> I had to get a monkfish tail without well, just, <laughs> just incredibly like gourmet specific <laughs> fish dreams. Yeah. Phil, I think you got to quit and become a fishmonger. I mean. Yeah, the ultimate is I have to do puffer fish sushi. It's like, oh, God, this is so tough. <laughs> what is it called again? Fugu. 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 Thank you, The Simpsons. Yes, thank you, Season Simpsons. Season two. Is it two? Is it so early. Yeah, the animation is a bit ropey. Pretty ropey with yeah. Fugu. It's a good one, though. I'm going to guess season two, maybe three. Um, but yeah, I've been having these dreams, which are not, they're not nice dreams, but they're not nightmares. They're just frustration dreams. And yeah. I just hit a block and I can't get through them. Like... I'm, there's one where it's just underwater and you know when you're playing a video game and you're underwater and you can't find the exit out of the cave and you just keep bumping against the wall oh yeah it was yeah. like that but it was That's me the worst. and I just couldn't get out I wasn't, yeah. there wasn't actually any threat of me drowning but I just couldn't get out yeah. and it's very frustrating I've had dreams where I'm like I'm just trying to get and this is more and more real life just trying to get somewhere through town trying to get a cab or trying mine to get a all, tube mine are all travel oh really I think it's because we travel for individual excuse me individual yeah. gigs yeah, and 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 the dream in the dream would be like maps aren't loading, and I can't get a, a ride, and the, I just the, can't go anywhere. You know the information boards at train stations. Yeah, just that, just unreadable. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah and you're yeah. just really confused, and you can't, and you just can't get. Yeah, just having these dreams, but there's this barrier. I can't get through something. And you just know that you're late, mm-hmm. but for some reason, then the moment never comes where you go. Well, I've missed it. I'll just go home. Yeah, that's right. It just never goes away. <clears throat> yeah, you're just late forever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's the genre. I think it started with the pandemic. I think I'd love a fish one though. A fish one. That's yeah. so specific. Yeah. I didn't know you knew how to do that to a fish. Well, I don't. In my dreams, I do. Oh right. Well, in in a way, that's odder. So I roughly know where the row would be. Right, right. But stitch it into the head. Yeah, I don't know why I stitch it. Just to keep it out of the way. Genuinely, that's like a metaphor from like um, like a Japanese poem from a thousand years ago. Yeah, or like an organic farming ritual. Or something, you, you you get a cow's head and Stitch stuff it with the... eggs. Yeah. <laughs> That's literally something they do with organic wine. They they, they get like a, a cow skull and they break eggs into it. What? Yeah, yeah, there's some weird like... What? Yeah, there's Why? some weird hippie shit in organic wine and stuff, yeah. What? Yeah, Why do they know. do that? I don't I really For don't know. For good luck? For more nutritious soil? I don't, I don't even know. A skull full of eggs? Yeah, <laughs> a skull of eggs. That's, no, that's metal as hell. <laughs> Is it Gamble who likes organic wine? Uh, he likes a natural wine. Natural wine. Yeah, yeah. Organic wine and natural wine, a little... They're not exactly the Because same. I was going to say, that's metal as hell. Yeah, exactly. Skull yeah. full of eggs. <laughs> buried in the earth. Like, no wonder, no wonder Ed likes that. He doesn't care how the wine tastes. He just likes knowing he's drinking the fruit of the skull. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, fuck. I'm going to think about that dream for a long time, I think. Um, Should we do some correspondence? Yes. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. 
They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Ring letters, Correspondence. That's a great dream, man. Really about <clears throat> about getting eggs out of a fish. I do yeah. like I do like fish row. But seriously, that dream is like um, I follow an account that sometimes tweets um, Japanese poetry segments, mm. like from uh, from like the eighth century or whatever, tenth mm. century, and that's like one of them. Oh, nice. Stitch the rosac into the fish head. Speaking Spring of, is here again. You know. Speaking of traveling convenience, I saw this um, uh, in a collection of strange Japanese traditional monsters. There's, nice. There's one, I can't remember his Japanese name, but it's a wall ghost. And as you're walking around town in, at night, sometimes a wall ghost will appear. And it's just a wall that blocks your way. And then you have to try and find another way around. Really? But it's got like eyes, and it, but it doesn't do anything to you. It just looks at you and it just blocks your route. And what? You, and you have to go, ugh, I have to go around now. And that's the, that's the wall ghost. <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah, it's pretty good. This is just there, you're like, fuck you. Is that just <laughs> yeah. a joke about being drunk? Trying to get home oh, pissed? Maybe. Well, oh, there's not normally a wall here. <laughs> Must be a ghost. <laughs> but that's what my dreams have been like. The wall ghost. Um... Yeah, a lot of very. It must be. It must be lockdown, right? Just frustrating. Yeah, I think it was lockdown. Yeah, just just all all these new frust- all these new um, obstacles to get over and to do normal things. Um, <clears throat> yeah, maybe that's it. Well, hopefully you'll get to Melbourne. Um, so we have. Um, oh, that signed off anonymous. Oh. Mysterious, but I can see their name. But he's they that they, knowledge will die with Pierre. <laughs> exactly, I'll take it to my goddamn grave. Uh, to Philly, Philly, Wang, Wang, and Pierre McNelly. <laughs> I don't know why that's maybe half so much. McNelly, McNelly. I don't know what that's a reference. I don't to. either. I just find it funny. McNelly. McNally. McNally. There's McNally. The is that that's the policeman in the wire, right? McNally. I get. I uh, yeah. Um, the subject line is tales of woe and farts. Great. Sounds appropriate. The new Game of Thrones. <laughs> <laughs> A book of woe and farts. A book of woe and farts. <laughs> A dance of woe and farts. Really sad goth dance. <laughs> Just lots of farts. To Philly Philly Wang Wang and Pierre McNelly. My first tale con- ta- concerns a certain mum, hay fever and a bottle. Ooh. Mm. That's quite medieval. A certain mum. A certain mum. Yeah. 
It was a day in early summer when I was getting ready to go to a tennis match after school. Ooh. Ooh la la, exciting. I wish I got into tennis. Imagine being a tennis person. I'd love to be a tennis person. They're healthy in their little shorts. Yeah, I took, I've, taken, I've had one tennis lesson once. Did you? And the instructor never got back to me. I guess I didn't need any more lessons. I was good, too good. You were done. Yeah. He said, my time here is wasted. I think they actually said, I, I, there's nothing I can teach you. <laughs> Which is a great result for a first lesson. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the aforementioned mum suffers from hay fever and was applying eye drops to her eyes. She picked up a bottle from our mantelpiece and poured it in and blinked, and then blinked some more. Ow, she said. <laughs> <laughs> listening to her podcast, I, listening to your podcast, I imagine her thinking, that really hurt. <laughs> that really hurt, actually. Little did she know the bottle she so confidently squirted in her eyes contained glue. Oh, no! And yet, not ordinary glue. No, it Please. was so good, they named it super glue. No! What happened after will stay with me. Crying, swearing, and in an unholy rush to get out to the door and drive to the tennis club. What? So she went on to tennis? If you're wondering what happens when you put super glue in your eye, it ends up as little flakes. My mum was fine, although no doubt a bit worse for wear. Oh, okay. Oh, I, in my in my in my head, I was like, "That's your eye gone. You can't. It's super glue. You, your eye's gone. You've glued your eyes. Now lie in it. You've made your bed." <laughs> oh, thank goodness. Thanks, so fuck for that. I, I guess if you off. blink quickly enough, it just makes a little glue layer with your eye wetness. Also, the eyes are are really good at. Dealing I'm with shit. I was rejecting shit, getting shit out of there. If you think of all the stuff that just flies into your eyes, it's really, really good. Your eye is like a busy uh, person striding through a corridor in a yeah. in a TV show, hospital corridor, presidential corridor. Oh yeah, someone on an emergency on one of those beds, just doom, 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 yeah. pushing through all the doors. <laughs> Sir, we need you to not now. That's yeah. your eye blinking away flakes. Ooh. this is a fun thing. You know that blinking is not just about. Um, well, this is why I read. Not just about like keeping your eyes moist, but kind of separating thoughts and um, breaking up thoughts. So when you read, really? yeah, like a little camera. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like you blink just then at the end of your sentence. You, 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 you tend to blink at the end of sentences, and also when you read, you'll find that you blink at full stops. Oh, it's a fun little uh, experiment, actually. If you, it's quite hard to to observe yourself without affecting yourself, but if you can lightly observe yourself while you read, you will see that your you blink at full stops, and it's just it's kind of a way of your your brain sort of just breaking things up in tiny pieces. It's funny um, when you think someone's saying something ridiculous to blink loads at them while they're talking. Yeah, that <laughs> that is funny. Yeah, <laughs> as if to sort of be like, my eyes can't believe how little sense you're making. Oh, it's it's, the, <laughs> it's equivalent of um, it's a compu- brain equivalent of a computer going. Just trying to process what <laughs> yeah. you've just said. As, as you panic, panicking as a kid, you press Control Alt Delete because you think, "What have I done? No, I don't know. That doesn't sound good." <laughs> Come on, and you think nothing good sounds like that, especially when you grew up in a hot country where that just happened all oh, the time. Yeah. Fuck! 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 <laughs> and that's me blinking. What? What? Um, so that was the tale of woe. Okay. W O E. Yeah, not but also the, whoa, whoa. There's glue in my eyes. Wow. Um, on that summer's day filled with promise, little did I know the sort of man I would turn into. Mm. The second story concerns hot chocolate. Need I say more? Yes, I would say. Yes, I'd say so. Wait, in, in the super glue story, did 
he put the glue in, or did the mother put the, the glue in? The mum put the glue right in her own peepers. Oh, yeah, that's right. Uh. Yeah, okay. Um, that galaxy instant hot chocolate that you get. Uh, yeah, nice. Uh, I proceeded happily to go on a binge with hardly a care in the world. With for two whole days, it was all I drank, and it was good. It was. It's quite good that you galaxy. Do you know what's amazing? Which I only, I was only, I only ever managed to find once. It's the Clippers hot chocolate. Ooh. Fantastic, and it, you only need hot water, and it's the most delicious, thick chocolatey hot chocolate. But you can't. It's so. I'm, I've not seen it since. Clippers hot. They normally do tea, but the hot chocolate's fantastic. When they got powdered milk in there, maybe there's something terrible in there, and they had to take it off the shelves. Maybe that's why it's so good, and then no <laughs> one else has achieved it. Oh, we've put crack in the hot chocolate again. Yeah, emulsifying crack and make it creamy crack. <laughs> we feed the cows crack, so a bit of crack is in the milk. Um, imagine a cow on crack. That'd be great. That, like yeah, a high-speed that, lawnmower. That'd lift your wagyu up a level. <laughs> we massage our cows and feed them only the finest crack cocaine. <laughs> um, uh, oh, yes. Okay, so he's, he's, he's drinking hot chocolates like a fiend. He's drinking hot chocolates, yeah. He? They? Mm-hmm. They? She? No. Whatever. He, let's say he. Um, uh, for two whole days, it was all I drank, and it was good. There was many a time I looked off into the distance, drinking my hot chocolate, and thought, yum. <laughs> <laughs> two whole days of just hot chocolate is not yeah. too much. Needless to say, my farts got a little more potent with each cup. Hmm, I didn't, I've never drawn a, a connection between chocolate and farts. <laughs> I guess if you had drink only one thing, and it's a heavy, dairy-laden... If all you drink is hot milk. Hot, yeah. Filled with sugar. Yeah, probably not great. Stuff's going to go wrong. Um, and as I emptied the stuff into my belly, fart potency reached its peak on the second night when I was in bed. At first, I would duck under the duvet and assess the damage. Oh, God. <laughs> I would breathe it in. I felt a sense of pride. Pride and amusement at what my body could produce. It was a superpower that was mine. All mine. <laughs> it continued. Um, and yet, with each passing windfall, I got more and more disconcerted. Like this is windfall. my windfall. Yeah, nice. windfall's good. I got more and more disconcerted. This is my gift, my curse. <laughs> <laughs> Rather than looking into the distance, I now began to panic. Instead of yum, if there ever was, the thought became, I'm going to be sick. Right, yeah. Too much of a good thing. I had to get out of there. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, you can run away from farts into cleaner air, but you can't run away from your own bum. <laughs> Many a wise man has said the same. I had the rumblings which could only mean diarrhea. I guess I needed a shit too. In addition to diarrhea? Huh. Or in addition to the farting? Um, um, is, is he gone diarrhea hyphen? I guess I needed a shit too. No, there's a lot of full stops happening, so I'm blinking a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm blinking up a storm here. Oh, I but... thought you just couldn't believe the story. I thought that's why you were blinking that <laughs> Phil, much. Phil, I'm Anthony Blinken. <laughs> Whenever they mention... Foreign Secretary or whatever it's called in America, Anthony Blinken. I re- I hear it on the radio as Anton A. Blinken. Anton A. Blinken. Yeah, as in Abraham Lincoln, A. Blinken. Oh, Anton A. Blinken. Oh, <laughs> right, I never... The foreign, the foreign Secretary of the United States, Anton A. Blinken. Anton A. Blinken. There you go, Anton A. Blinken. <laughs> I like to say, I'd like to think that's what he says when he's told something unbelievable. Anthony Blinken. 
Anthony blinking hard. <laughs> Anthony not believing what you say. <laughs> Anthony blinking over here. Um, on the toilet, I sat feeling sick, and there I stayed. Farting when I wasn't shitting, and shitting when I wasn't farting. Ah, lovely. Looking back on that faithful night, I remember that I wasn't sick. Mm. Didn't throw up. Oh, okay. The poo came out, and the farts before it that were set, were, remain forever etched in my mind. Pride becomes before a fall, they say. Just so. And like this, some things go together. As smoke comes before fire, farts will become often come before shit in a messy toilet bowl. This is my tale of farts and poo, Anonymous. <laughs> it is written like a weird medieval... Yeah. It's got a weird staccato writing style that Anonymous has adopted here. Yeah, well, that's a, the style of many full stops is actually more sort of 20th century American. It's some, there's a bit of Hemingway. Oh, that's a good point, It's yeah. almost beat. It's almost Kerouac. Yeah, he's crossing America, farting yeah. in every small town <laughs> bar he comes to. <laughs> Have you seen any pictures of Kerouac from that era? I I I think on the front of the, on the road edition I have is a photo of him from there. Handsome man, yeah. very handsome. But they 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 all seem to be very handsome. Those sort of yeah. 20th century American authors. Someone I I was reading like the last beat guy who's alive was talking about Kerouac and how this fell out and whatever. He's ah. like in his nineties now. It's an interview in the Guardian, maybe. And yeah. Apparently, Kerouac just ended up living with his mother and dying of booze. Yeah, they all seem to die of booze eventually. Well, this guy said he thought he was gay, like William Burroughs. Right, okay. Yeah, there was a lot of that going on. But he was so handsome. Yeah. I remember someone posting a picture of him being so handsome on Twitter, saying like, when you read on the road and you're like, God, every town Kerouac goes to seems to have an affair with a beautiful woman. Wow, it must be his poems. And you go, all right, no. (laughs) He looks like a drawing of a quarterback. (laughs) Right, really. I'm going to look him up now. Yeah, look him up now while I, I, I clear this next email for nonsense. Jack Kerouac Young. My phone's going to be confused as to why I'm why I'm searching that configuration of words and not BBC Newsreader Young. Um, <laughs> Jack. Oh, there are a couple of absolute stunners on BBC News. I, that, that's my main. Is it? You're like a da- proper dad now. Yeah, I've, I've, only I've fall been in love with newsreaders and, and. I've been into BBC Newsreaders for a while. I think the Sean Williams was the first. Yeah. Um, it's because they're confident and full of information as well. Exactly. They're, they're telling you something. They're just constantly telling you stuff you don't know. Yeah. Um, which is attractive. Yes. And just, they never stumble over their words. And <laughs> yes. there's something maternal, I guess, about it as well. There's something comforting about being on the BBC and their stoicism and their impartiality. Yeah. Um, Those are attractive. Ooh la la. Young Jack Kerouac. Yeah. I mean, in one of these, you say he looks like a quarterback. He's literally wearing like. Football gear. Oh, there you go. Yeah, good looking, good looking chap. Um, we end on a quick email from Jack. Kerouac. Could be. Nick Nat Kerouac. Hmm. That was his first poem. Nick Nat Kerouac. <laughs> give give. Nick right. Nat Kerouac. Give a Jack a poem. <laughs> um. Hello, Piddle and Poo. Jack here, founding farter, first-time correspondent. Some notes to remember me to you both. Pierre, via Twitter, I suggested you should stream Age of Empires 2. Sorry? If I had Twitter... No, Pierre, via Twitter. Yeah. I suggested... Oh, these are his... um, Some notes uh, for us to associate him with real life. Yes, 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 yes. yes, To remember him by. Okay. He's the one who suggested AoE2 on Twitter. Thank you for that. That was the correct choice. Phil, I was the only audience member to get your Dane Baptiste punchline to the British Asian Network joke in Kinabalu, Edinburgh Fringe, 13th, 08th, 17. Oh, wow, wow, wow. I know the joke. 
Although I take umbrage at the idea that he was the only one to get it. I'm, yes. I'm sure other people got it. Sure other people got it. Maybe they just didn't like it. Could be. They got it and they went, oh, we get it all right. And <laughs> they blinked too, a, too a storm hard. at you. We get it too well. Um, I was at the 5 p.m. Netflix record on Saturday with my girlfriend. That's how oh, long, wow, ago. Is long ago. We're yeah, so far behind. <laughs> uh, and well, it was great seeing both of you perform. Pierre, your Biltong Iberico gams were truly a sight to behold. <laughs> my giant legs, boy. Biltong Iberico. Biltong Iberico. Um, a small fecal memory for you. I must have only been four or five, still immersed in my toilet training. It would have been winter time as I was sporting a very fetching, fetching Fred Flintstone jumper, oh, bright orange it. with his face knitted onto it. Love it. Having done the deed, I didn't call for one of my parents, as was the custom at the time. Instead, I looked down upon my creation and I thought, well, what does that feel like? Ever the inquisitive boy, oh, I reached yeah. in and picked it up. Yeah. Like it was a lumpy log of Play-Doh. Wondering what had taken me so long, my da- dad knocked and then barged into the downstairs loo <laughs> and cried out with great disdain, What are you doing? <laughs> How old is he at this point? Four. Right, four, right, five. Right. Probably four. I made to drop the log straight away, but he ushered me over to the cistern and made me pl- plop it bl- back into its watery home. <laughs> then a simple matter of a wipe of the bum and a wash of the hands and my sortie into scatological fishing was done. Lovely use of the word sortie. Sortie. Sortie yeah. is a lovely word to use. Koji Jack. Very sorty lovely. into something is that really nice phrase. very nice well thank you Jack and thank you guys for listening yes thank you all uh, one more time if you're in Melbourne yep I'm going to be there ve- next week yeah when this f- festival starts it's a wonderful festival I'll be doing about two or three weeks of shows mm-hmm. please come along it's a new show so if you've seen Philly Philly Wang Wang it will be different stuff um, I'll be doing the Fringe tickets are on sale for the Edinburgh Fringe I'll be at the Monkey Barrel uh, so just go onto the Monkey Barrel website and click on my name. And also my stand-up special is still free to view on YouTube. Over an hour of great chuckles and laughs. Yes, free, free chuckles, free chuckles. Yeah. But- free chuckles, you didn't do anything wrong. Leave <laughs> chuckles alone. Free your chuckles. <laughs> free chuckles. Um, and uh, we will see you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.